everybody. Welcome to Armin's Sports Talk Podcast. I will be the first to admit that my podcast game has basically completely fallen off over the last six months. But in all fairness, I was working really hard on my writing and focusing on that while I've been in school. Um, but I'm, I'm really happy to be back. It was honestly exciting setting up the microphone, the headphones, and even more than that, having a guest uh, like Derek in today. Hello, hello. Derek, thank you for being with me. Thanks for having me. Derek is a lifelong friend of mine, but besides that, he was a four-year men's basketball veteran for Ryerson. Uh, in addition, he is a sports marketing uh, specialist and just an overall sports junkie. Yeah, um, this is... I, I don't think I've seen the guy with jeans on in my life. <laughs> like, he's like ball shorts ready to go, so... Oh, all day, all day. <laughs> it's great to have you, man. Thank Thanks you for, for having joining me. me. We're here finally. We've been talking about this for a while. I would we, say years, man. Yeah, we since, talk... since the podcast industry yeah. has been developing, we've been like... Dude, we should be recording like these talks. If there was hidden cameras in our phones or something, and they recorded our once a week talks, you know, there'd be some good uh, material out there. So. Yes, I would agree. I think we would have a full function podcast. Yeah. Um, so we don't have the luxury to do that, but we do uh, still have some basic equipment, and I'm glad that we could get our voices out there. I know we've been itching for sports to come back. Oh, yeah. Uh, although me and you are both basketball aficionados, mm-hmm. uh, we're. I've been excited seeing the... Anything and everything. Yeah. (laughs) European soccer? Love it. Bread and butter right now. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, Before we get into professional leagues, I want to start with some OUA talk. Uh, You could give some good insight on it. And I think we're both invested one way or another in Ryerson and in Ontario Mm -hmm. sports in general. Um, And some big news dropped about a month ago. Uh, Ryerson's men's basketball head coach, uh, new hiree, uh, that was David Diavero. Oh, yeah. uh, he coached in McGill for the last 10 seasons. Uh, six of the last seasons, they won five Quebec chips. He's also coached at multiple different levels for uh, Canada basketball. So clearly mm-hmm. this is a guy with a serious basketball resume. Do you know anything about him in particular? I don't know him personally, but... We would play teams from Quebec in tournaments, uh, preseason, nationals. So, actually, in my four years, I think we only played McGill once. But that one time we played them. And when you're playing a team from Quebec, talent level is generally going to be a little bit lower. Because kids, I mean, in Canada specifically, the GTA is where you're going to get a lot of the talent. So, Mm -hmm. they're either going to stay home, or they're going to go to Carleton, or they're already going to be in the NCAA. So... From Quebec, McGill, I mean, as far as I saw, they were winning everything. Well-coached, hard-working, hard-nosed. Like, they did not play around. Um, close game when we played them. They came here. I think there was a little scuffle. I remember, yeah. like, and that, that rarely happens in Canadian basketball action. So, yeah. Um, I mean, it goes to show that, like, if you remember that this was, yeah, the team was so no, hard-nosed. That, that's what like it that. is. Yeah. And they didn't really have named guys, to my knowledge. It was more so the coaching. Um I would just notice the kind of respect our coaching staff would give to their coach. Um, so my assumption means he's a Canadian legend. I mean, he just gave his resume. So yes, yeah, no, he seems like he's <laughs> up there. Uh, I'm sure Ryerson's happy to have them. Yeah, they're the in last good year of men's basketball wasn't great for Ryerson. Right. For a program that has seen 
um, some tremendous success, especially during your years. Um, yeah. What's what was your best? What what was that best year? Was that so your my third year? my my best year was my fourth year because we won the first OUA right in school okay, history. So my year. favorite year was my first year, even though I didn't get to play too much, just because it's like. It's your first year, you're kind of the young buck and all the old, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just, older heads are getting you to yeah, negotiation um, and whatnot. But yeah, last year, I mean, they were very, I went and watched a couple games. There was one player on the team who actually I played with, uh, Taban Coco, but uh, he ended up transferring to Laurier my fourth year and he still had eligibility, so he's still there playing. Okay. He ended up winning a bunch of awards. I don't know them exactly, but great player. Um, they're up and down. They had lots of opportunities to do it. Yeah, it just didn't click. Didn't you know, and I, I don't know what didn't come together, but yeah, they're in good hands now. So you, you should have a lot of insight um, under uh, former coach Roy Rana, and yes. that was for three seasons. Right, because his fourth year, my fourth year, he took a sabbatical, and then he came back for I think one or two seasons before uh, Borco, that coach there, took over right. his intern. Before yeah, he was right? intern. Yeah, yeah, yeah throwing a lot of names out there now but uh yeah so that was that was cool i mean we know where he's at now right he's yeah. uh assistant head, assistant head uh coach uh down in sacramento for the kings super cool yeah so yeah a guy that showed you like x's and o's to be on an nba team um especially behind one of the formidable young guards that i really like darian fox energizer bunny yeah no? he's, he's and his decision making really took a leap this year but yeah um would you say there are big shoes to fill for uh, Diaviero or? Interesting you say that. I, I don't. I really don't. I feel like um, just based on from what I've seen and what he's done again, um, he's got it. And he's got some guys there now. I mean, Tenor. I don't like know. If he, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. These guys. They got They down. got guys, you know, yeah. and they, they need that old head style coach to kind of come and like you know put them together right okay um you know yeah. i think i think when players know in the back of their mind that this is an interim head coach they don't necessarily put their best foot forward that's a great that's a great point and i think that roster might get a little shake up to be honest with you there was guys they'll probably keep the guys that it, it will there, be a shake up because they won't be playing in the fall and well i think basketball season for oua starts in january if i'm not no, so it starts in like end of October. Really? Well, preseason starts in like. September. You know why I say that? Well, for those that don't know, university sports is canceled indefinitely. No sports in fall or till twenty twenty. They gave the timeline, but the reason why I say that is because I didn't see men's basketball or basketball at all as being officially canceled. So. Some things start, like, for example, soccer. They go do the tryouts before the school semester even starts. Right, August. Right? In August. So, like, they said, like, soccer is completely, like, just, there's no tryouts even. Right. So, I think they still have this bit of hope for basketball in January. I know I'm holding on to that hope. Um, they could do it. We're not, we're not the NBA here where we see a million fans. Right. You know? You're right. There's less media. There is still media at the games. Yeah, but um, especially at Ryerson. Sorry to cut you off. Like it's a two-layer. So the media is usually well it depends on the media actually. There's media on the floor and there's media upstairs. But if you kind of keep it media upstairs away from everybody, you could do that. Spaced out. I think it would be possible actually at Coca-Cola Court. You could do yeah, that there you for go. basketball. 
You could. So hockey similar. Hockey definitely. You're good the there. Uh, so like Ryerson, the Ryerson uh, Rams Live, excuse me, does have the equipment like to do that. So that's not a problem. Yeah. Fans attending. You could keep it to parents only yeah. or something, it or space like it guardian, up. or yeah. one person per player, or something along those lines. My first two years was like that, anyways. Nobody would come out because we nobody sucked. would show up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so. and I think that would actually give a big opportunity for. I think it would put pressure on Rams Live because I was a part of Rams Live a couple times throughout this year, which is a volunteer thing at Ryerson. For those who don't know, but it's but it's leading uh, in Canada. Like, okay. so we do the best of it at Ryerson right. uh, amongst universities. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like it would put some type of good pressure, positive pressure on that media production team because more people would be inclined to be watching, um, whether it's on uh, live streaming or on, I remember I like so Rogers too. TV plays it. Yep. That would be cool, you man, because to... people are missing sports. So they would actually go and watch university sports. More so like they do in the States where it's held in a oh, larger regard. Right. Right. I think that I think that might actually prove to be something positive for uh, university sports in Canada, honestly. I don't disagree with you. I think it makes you want to put out your best stuff and kind of force you to kinda of, you know, focus in on the details. You don't gotta work around anything else that's unnecessary. So Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's the latest um, for OUA sports. Before we move on, yeah. Is there anything I'm kind of curious now about uh, about coach uh, head coach former head coach Roy Rana? Yeah. Um, like, what made that 2016 team so special? Did he, did you think he did anything that people might not know about, or do you think you guys were just loaded with talent and better than? So him? our first year we won, he wasn't there actually. Okay. Yeah, that was the year he did the sabbatical. Right. I thought that was so the last. Technically, okay. we won the first. OUA championship without him. I see. It was that year, everyone in the CIS realm, well, it used to be called CIS now, it's right. U Sports, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like U Sports better, no? Like it's more yeah. modern, but. I would say so. Anyways, um, everyone counted us out. Everyone counted us out. We were still. I don't even know if we were ranked in the top 10 to start the season. Really? Which the year before we were at Nationals, even though we hosted. Yeah. So okay, that so, year was uh, right. I was gonna chalk up his success at Ryerson for him, maybe getting the job opportunity in Sacramento. I believe his success with the national team. Okay. So he's a very good networker. He'll go to all these coaching events. I even know while he was with us, he would go to like John Calipari coaching uh, clinics in the states. Okay, cool. For example. Yeah. Then national team, he's not afraid to go talk to somebody. Right. Right. Hey, pick their brain. And that's very important in any realm. Networking. I talking. Agree. Right? Um, found an opportunity in Sacramento. Actually, just to quickly branch off, there's a couple guys. So another guy, Depeche. Mm-hmm. Mystery. I'll tell you his quick story. Yeah. So he, before my first year, he tried out for the Rams. Got cut. He just loved basketball so much. He said, "What? Well, I want to be part of the team. I want to be part of the team. They brought him on as a team manager. Mm-hmm. They taught, they's like, we need a video coordinator. They quickly made him into a video coordinator. He learned all the ins and outs. Head coach Rana said, hey, there's an opportunity with the women's national team. Do you want to be there? Video coordinator. Got that opportunity. My fourth year becomes an assistant coach of the Ryerson Rams. And in the summertime, I was doing video, co- was a video coordinator with the 
Rock. national team, basketball, mm-hmm. gets an opportunity in the NBA wow. as a video coordinator. Last I heard it, so I think he started with the Phoenix Suns, Jay Triano Connect, when he mm-hmm. was there. Makes sense. Now it's, um, I believe, I haven't followed up, it's yeah. uh, Atlanta Hawks. Okay. I, I think Triano might be a head coach. He was for the Suns. He was intern for the Suns a couple of years back. Where is Triano at now? I don't think he's ahead. He's, a, he's an assistant. That's what I meant. He's uh, like a lad, his face like was in the NBA. Like. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing him this year for sure. Just like a tie. Maybe battle. Atlanta. Maybe he went with him to Atlanta. Maybe I'm not. I mean, we're just talking. It wouldn't be a natural fit. Atlanta for Triano. Down I've never liked South his coaching. Georgia. I've oh. never liked his coaching style. Maybe. I'll come out and say it right now. When he when he was with the Raptors, I thought it was the worst. Ah, fit that was a very of all time. time and Raptors. I know the players weren't, but like, come on, man. Like, I've seen him with. I won't get into that. <laughs> Triano, we got love for you, man. Like, I don't know so, about so. an NBA head coach. Because the because personalities the might be too brunt. I, th- I see him as a great collegiate coach. That's what I'll I give think, you that. too. Maybe too nice of a guy. Which plays a part in the NBA, dude. Huge. When you got guys... Because we had, we had Casey come in after him, right? And it was night and day. Casey came in after him. And it was night and day. And we had Sam Mitchell before him, who was a hard ass I loved, too. I love Sam Mitchell. I mean, who didn't? But he, he was well. That's why he's on TSN. Because yeah, everyone loves him. When why is he time they should not fire. They should not have fired him. I'll say. Well, that. yeah, he he was a guy that won Coach of the Year on the raps. That's not fair. He had the curse, the Coach of the Year curse. Did he get fired right after? Pretty sure. No. No. Halfway through the season, that's when they had Jermaine O'Neal. No, am I wrong? They they killed it with Bre- uh, Bargnani. <laughs> I guess so much has that. Thankfully, so much has happened with the Raptors since then. We're all, we're having blurry. Vid- we don't even want to remember those days. Okay, Bargnani's rookie year, where we all thought Bargnani was amazing because he had a great year. Was Barn the starting lineup? Correct me if I'm wrong. It's T.J. Ford, Anthony Parker, Garbosa. <laughs> Parker had a C. I'll never forget when the Raptors jerseys had the C, and for those that don't know, it was stood for captain, which is not a basketball. I thought thing only at the all. Orlando Magic did that with T Mac. I yes, never signed it. I remember Orlando. Yeah. Right, exactly. I don't know why some certain teams decided to do That's it. It's a very hockey thing. Yeah. And I just felt it was such a. It was almost like a cop out for the Raptors to do it because we're like this Canadian, like we're in like Canada. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> Parker with the C. Imagine where we came from, where Park, Anthony Parker was our captain. You know what's funny, we though? We all loved him. I'm not even a Raptors fan, but like, I, I like those. He, he was soft-spoken, but he was, he was a cool, he was a nice yeah. guy, he was a good player. They had garbage. He was a very 2008 player, though. He was all mid-range. Yeah. He, wouldn't, <laughs> he, was, all, he was a LeBron, too, in Cleveland for a bit there. Before he was. LBJ left. Wow. Uh, wow. Yes, he was. Cleveland, with yeah. Sasha Pavlovich. Yup. <laughs> Pavlovich, Zerbiak, Gibson, that squad was there. Yeah, LeBron. Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace showed up. He showed face. Shaq showed face. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Couple guys. So, moving on to the NBA, where we have been watching closely, as I'm sure anybody listening to this has. Um, They figured out the specifics. Um... In, over the last couple weeks, so we know by now the bubble, quote unquote, <laughs> will be in Florida, which at the time seemed like a reasonable decision because 
Disney World had the best facilities, and I don't Space. know. Space. I think there was maybe two other options that they mentioned besides Vegas. Disney that could hold them. Vegas was one. Um, right now, Vegas is seeming like the better spot. At first, it almost seemed like a moral duke because right. of the betting yeah. and whatnot that could take place. But now, Definitely. with Florida's COVID cases, dude, it's scary. It's scary. The For numbers them, there it. are unbelievable. Actually, I saw today. I believe I. I I don't remember which um, NBA beat reporter said this, but um, over 20% of the county where the Raptors are currently staying. So the Raptors are the first team that went to Florida of all the teams that are playing, besides obviously Orlando and Miami mm-hmm. that, are, that are there, um, to start basically training, not technically spring training yet, but just to get, some, get going, get some rhythm. Yeah. The place where the Raptors are staying, over 20% of the population has COVID. I think that's the most ridiculous COVID number I've heard. 22% of the Floridians in that county where the Raptors are currently staying, whatever hotel they're in. So if they go to the local grocery store, one one out of five people in that lineup, you can't. They can't. But now that, that worries an NBA fan, you know, wow. Like that's, you don't want to see these guys no. get sick. Their families the numbers get sick. climbing, and the NBA put such a huge investment into this bubble where, you, to a point, you can't cancel the season at this point. No, no, like, there's no going back. I heard Silver City today is we may stop in an event where the spread becomes too big. It was almost laughable, and I could see your eyes up. narrowing because, it's like, brother, damage control. What is this? Right, but he's not going to say. I guess he's not going to come out and say, "Yeah, for sure, we'll cancel that." Situation. You know what? Brother, if up to two stars get it, I think you have to cancel the league. Let's just say LBJ right then and there. LeBron. He gets it? <laughs> no, you can't. I would say... LBJ the gets thing. it? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, you know, you maybe. If he gets it, you're done. But then you can't do that because it's almost out of respect for like teams like the Clippers. I know, but... I mean... But like, I get well, what you're saying. If big names like that catch it, then it's like, what... Or what's the product? Is the product actually going to take a hit? Like the on-court basketball product. Mm. If stars are injured, that product won't be the same. Absolutely right. So, but it's this, wild. Did you see the smart ring? I want to touch on that. The tracker. Crazy. They want to see if they're leaving the bubble. Three days no? before, that's one thing. That's, and Kyle that's Kuzma my, pointed that out in a tweet. That's what I said. He didn't feel comfortable with that, maybe. And like, you know, Kuzma's younger. So I think Kuz almost understands how much they're watched with that stuff. Whereas the guys who are over 30, they get it. Don't get me wrong. They know. But they're almost not as in tune with like the technology and the we bring this up all the time. The talking and then the ads come up. Targeted ads and all that. (laughs) So Kuz felt a little uncomfortable. But that smart ring shows your percentage three days before of chances of catching COVID, which was like a wild thing. I saw a lot of people justifiably asking, why isn't this given to like frontline workers? Frontline workers. Let's not get into the details of that. I yeah. did see that this smart ring though could be, is available for consumer market. Okay. It's different than the government giving it out. Yeah. I don't, I don't think hospitals have the budget to go spend Whatever, I think it was 30000 a ring, to be honest with you. Whoa. I think that's the number I saw. 
I could be wrong. Amen. NBA is an for, enterprise. To, yeah. So, they don't. They don't. I think it's the one to cut you off again. The one organization where they don't release what their net worth is. Think about that. That's how much. Like they are so wealthy. They're growing. They're, they're definitely the most. Growing. And they never. They don't have an official number that they release. That's why when you. But I think the amount of investment they put into this bubble. It would definitely take a hit into that, though. Because if, if you have nothing coming in... Here's like, the thing. I think if they're able to actually keep a majority of players healthy and have an actual playoffs and excitement like we know it, everybody will be watching. What's there everybody to watch right now? Everybody will of course. be watching. So the TV numbers will be, like, out the roof. Streaming, whatever. But if by somehow that they only, like, let's say they, they get to around the play-in tournament where it's just about to be playoffs and then a couple cat players start catching it, oh, my God. That would be scary, not just for the NBA, man, for sports media, for sports fans, for just your average fan who has nothing, to, just something to come together and be happy about, cheer exactly. for, celebrate. Like, it's been dry, man. I know. So <laughs> I'm watching. I'm an Arsenal fan, and we oh. suck this year. Yeah, and so, our first game wasn't. Too <laughs> come on, I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. But I like, I sent you a couple <laughs> of posts on that. But I but, love you. Like, imagine, like, I'm watching my team get killed, but I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy watching them get destroyed. Right, you're happy you know? just to be watching. Yeah, man. I wanted to ask you something. Um, they they had an interesting feature on Sky Sports, mm-hmm. which is one of the. Uh, Main, Big in main, UK. Yeah. Huge. Main EPL, Champions League kind of channel. Mm-hmm. They had two channels ready to go. One with fan noise and one with what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. What would you prefer to watch? An NBA game, NHL, whatever sport, even the soccer. We're talking fan noise as in artificial fan it's, noise? It's a previous game and they kind of... It's interesting because no. when a player was on a breakaway, they kind of increased the volume of as if fans were coming. I did both. I feel like I'll be watching esports. So what was interesting was when I did it with the fans, I didn't even realize there was no fans. Because you could see, obviously. Right. You don't even you don't I even think see about what it. you mean. So it's almost like oh it's normal. When you watch it with no fans, it's almost watching like a low league you know, Rogers T V like as you practice said. Facility yeah, almost. practice or like Rogers T V they play like the CSL, Canadian yeah. Soccer League. Shout out Orame for those who know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, man. I don't know. I feel like I'll be like, just. You gotta would it be like it. a sitcom where they're laughing in the back? You know what I mean? <laughs> like a, That's like what I feel like it would I, be. I, I, I did not. I was kind of zoned into the action though. Okay. But it really depends on the person too. It might be grossly, like you said, just feeling like a practice or something yeah. without. So I don't know which one's better. I will say this though. Um, why not set up actual fan reactions in a world of like technology? It. I actually like that. Why not? And and like I don't know. You could the criteria can be endless. You can make draws and prizes. You could do however you want, or you could just pick the first hundred people to like this tweet. Whatever it is. 
obviously those people will just be sent to like advice, like sensory, like yeah. don't cuss and anything besides that, do what you want. But, but the problem with that is then it might be a little too chaotic coming so, from multiple, just, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I mean to touch on this, I, there was a team, I don't know if it's Burnley, one of those low tier, uh, EPL teams. So they have cutouts in the stands. I'm sure. Did you see okay, the yeah, Japanese like, league? They yeah. put like stuffed animals. Everyone's kind of playing around with it. Yeah. So they put cutouts of real fans. They charged those fans. I don't know the amount. I want to say like 500 pounds per fan to have their cutout, their face. Wow. Put into the thing. So that's a money maker for. Wow. The team. I want to say it was Burnley. Could be wrong. Okay. And uh, if you're if you're in, especially if you're in England, I mean you've been. Yeah. If you are a diehard fan, I mean, and you'll do it. You'll do it. Yeah, those guys are expensive. They, they're they're pounds, which they're peas. I in looked it. at the other day, by the way. <laughs> oh come on! Jesus Christ! Come on! This, this is just, it's wow. out of control. <laughs> no, if you go to England, you're spending like thirty dollars yeah. on a beer. Like that's basically what it comes down to. But you know what I have to propose, which I think. Since we're already in such different times, forget normalcy. Forget the artificial fan noise to try to make it feel normal because there's nothing normal about this. There's nothing normal about a play-in tournament. There's nothing normal about East teams playing West teams to make the finals. There's nothing normal about everybody playing in the same three arenas. Mm -hmm. That's already out the window. 2020 has already been as... In unpredictable as possible. Exactly. <laughs> Already a history book on tw- on the first half of 2020 written. Crazy. Right? Wow. Yes. When you say it so like that. So <laughs> why not keep it up? Like, for example, when they said the East and West idea, I was huge on it. I was like, this is the time to test it. Nothing's normal right now. Test it. Let's see how it goes. Who like? It's already different. So it's not like... It's like everything else was normal and then you're trying something else. That's when people can criticize. You have nothing to lose right now. That's what I mean. Right. So why not? You know what I want? You know what I would love? Maybe this is just because I have a real passion for the sport. I would just love hearing the noises of the game. And what I mean by that is I don't... Okay. To the point where maybe even there shouldn't be play-by-play announcers. And this oh. is going against, I'm talking against my own <laughs> industry around, right yeah, now, <laughs> right? But, the, but what I'm like, hearing the sneakers squeak, hearing the net, hearing most importantly, the trash talk between these players that fans idolize. I think that people would kill for that experience because for me personally, I've never sat courtside. The, it's been too much money, okay? But the reason, if ever I were to spend $5,000 on courtside tickets, would be to hear these players talking. That experience. That's what I would want. It would be for the LeBron coming out at a free throw to talk to uh, Zach Zarba and be like, Zach, you missed the last call on the other end of the court. I want to hear those little nuances. And I think this, with no fans in the building, is an excellent time to do that. Like, I don't know if I necessarily want to hear Mike Breen 
talking when there's no fans in the back when there's none of the it's not other the same stuff. experience it's not the same experience. that's what i mean there's not going to be six cameramen standing there sitting under courtside like it is under the baseline it's not going to be like that it's going to be one guy it's going to be two guys maybe probably safer right so yeah that's been a, that's, <laughs> that's been another cause for concern but honestly i think that's something that they changed and there's nothing else they could really do they pushed them back since the days where Janice rodman kicked the guy paul like, george Paul, no, oh. Paul George ran to a stanchion. Ah, right. Who was... He ran to a stanchion. They wanted to move the net back. My mistake. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the cameramen, too, were rightfully moved back because player health, safety, and health yeah. is, is huge. Both parties. Exactly. Yeah, both parties, right? One helps. It's literally hand in hand. But, so that's my take. Since it looks like a practice facility, screw it. Make it sound like a practice facility, Let's get too. personal. Audio, yeah. visual, together. To hear Pat Bev bickering at LeBron, <laughs> I would I would pay for that. No, personally. Yeah, I mean, because I'll never hear that. Once it gets back to normal, because even when we hear sometimes some networks, I think one in particular that uh, is the Lakers, is uh, Spectrum Sports that covers the Lakers. Yep. For some reason, they have microphones in great spots where sometimes I hear like the, yeah, the mellows grabbing the... I got it. Get, get the hell yeah, out of here. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things, type of things. We hear them maybe once or twice throughout the game by chance or like at a free throw. Like, hell nah. <laughs> or like hearing Rashid. Now you can go. There's millions of YouTube videos just to hear Sheed saying, Bob, don't, don't lie. lie. Right? <laughs> but you couldn't hear those all the times because of crab reactions, because right. of announcers. So why not take this opportunity? It will be like a mic'd up throughout the whole game. Yeah, man. I don't know if that's just hey, me fantasizing no, as a basketball. Like, I'm okay with either because I, I, as we, as I just said, I, that's more personal, and that's what you want to kind of see. You, as you said, courtside, so you get that experience of being courtside. The other experience was okay. I'm watching it through my TV set, and that's a different experience. But we don't get to go courtside as often as we'd like, right? So why not? No, I'm with it. I'm with you. On that. you know I'm okay I, with both. The only counter argument I would have to myself because I tend to do this. I play devil's advocate with myself. Um, is the players might feel oh, like it's yeah. a brooch of uh, it won't be natural. It's a little intrusive. Yeah, play because call, I think with play social calling. media, you're. Do you think when that, they're in the spur of the moment, they might say something they don't mean? Right. Especially yeah, when we're a little we know, sensitive right now. We know. Okay, <laughs> so for example. Like I don't know. Like I don't want to. Get, I don't want to like conjure up a random example right now because I'm not these guys. I'm not an NBA player, but I am. I was an athlete growing up. I'm still an athlete to this day. Uh, you are definitely Derek. Don't you feel that in the spur of the moment you may say things of that course. you don't necessarily mess? No with? doubt. I'm. I, I mean, I think everybody can attest to this. You're a different person on the court. Or on the field, when you're or whatever. Of course, when you're trying to win, mm-hmm. right? You don't want to let anything get in your way to win. That's the, that's the competitive the nature, right? These are NBA players. Of course, they're competitive. So, I mean, you've seen it millions of times. Where I mean, was it Rondo who said a certain slur to a referee one time? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's an old school player too, as well. Yeah. It's kind of weird to say he's an old school player, right? But he is. Like, oh, he is. <laughs> but like, yeah, isn't that weird to say when like you grew up on? Anyways. But, um, yeah, what if he just says something he doesn't really mean? 
I've said I've because said a million playoffs, different man, things. It's gonna be testy. Where exactly? And I think they're gonna be, if it's even possible, they'll be even more competitive than ever. Do you know why I say that? Because I truly believe that this is the hardest road any team will ever take to win an NBA championship. So no asterisk, Creed. Absolutely no asterisk. You know why? These guys, the maids can't even clean, go in and clean yeah. their room. Yeah. For example, for some of these guys, they haven't felt that in 10 years, 15 years they've been in the league. <laughs> they haven't had to clean up after themselves. <laughs> and um, it's not like they have family to do it yeah. for them, back grandparents to cook for them. No, oh, you're in the bubble. Whatever they're feeding you there, you're eating it. For example, the, their amenities. I mean... Listen, it's not, it's a far cry from prison. I'm not acting like that. These guys are playing pool still and they're shooting the shit. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't think this is like hard living, but they're not used to it. And the sacrifices they're making is going to push them to like want to win even more, not to go through all this just to lose. You know what I mean? What was the last word on families coming? I don't, I don't remember hearing anything. After the um, seeding is decided. So once playoffs are undergo, right, because that way um, six teams are gone off the bat. So that's a bunch of people out the window. Um, And then they're going to start allowing immediate family members. As teams fall, this is my understanding, as teams uh, are knocked out, more and more of the people's families that are there are able to come. That's the last word on it. Also, another thing, the dress code. They completely made it lenient, which nice. makes so much sense. <laughs> I like, come on, expecting these guys to put on a suit no. to basic like no. I like what Showing they made in the there. Let them basically come in their athletic wear. Again, this goes back to what we said. It's like a practice facility vibe, but don't get it twisted. Those empty gyms sometimes churn out the most competitive runs ever, man. When it's just you and your opponent. Yep. Sometimes that brings out the most organic uh, reaction and sport itself. While on the highest level, Team USA, Dream Team, Jordan versus uh, Magic. Mm. No one in the gym. Great example. I saw some uh, clips of that. That was when um, Magic and Jordan were going back, right. and, back and forth. Yes, great example. And they, they say it. These guys come out and say it. every single player is like that is the greatest run I have ever played in my life, and they've played in the highest level in NBA championship games. Think about that college championship games. Mm-hmm. That was the that was their best run. And I think with that can come um, maybe more unpredictable things, such as people players heating up. Yeah. Because when you're in an empty gym, dude. Me, a five foot seven Armenian guy, has eaten <laughs> up at an LA Fitness. You know yeah, what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah. Like, when you're in an empty gym like that, it's almost like you have less care. You're letting that ball fly, and we know that NBA players are not shy to do that. So, like, I feel like that could be something, or outbursts can be another thing. So technicals and things that like that, which might not be a great thing for the refs, who might feel a little more intimidated. By less people around, 
Oh, to protect them. Well, like have their back. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. know they're protected because it's on TV. Right. More it's not like they're going to get like beat up and no one's going right. to know. Maybe what we said before will play to the reps um, side of basically having everything on mic. But see, my thing isn't having everything on mic. I mean, have a microphone on every corner of the court. It's not like we're going to listen and hear yeah. everything these guys say. <laughs> but I, I guess this will have to be something the players um, like sign off on, dude. Two things to know, I think. I mean, I know they're NBA players. Obviously, they go through scouting reports, this, that, and the third. But picking up on play calls where, I mean, I know they do a lot of visual, but there's a lot of, I mean, I know, I know, whatever the play call is. Mm-hmm. Now they pick up on it. On a, you know what I mean? Maybe you don't hear that in an actual game. Right. Catch up on it more. I don't know. These are just things to That's consider. Fair. Maybe they'll start doing some more, more catcher pitcher, uh, you know, catch signals. Pitcher, yeah. Well, unless you're the, uh, you know what I mean. Unless you're the Astros. <laughs> I mean, they might take a page out of the Astros book <laughs> to, you know, like hide stuff. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. Maybe coaching strategies will have to change a little as well. It's funny you said. I don't the, know. It's funny you said the let it fly too. It's the first thing that came to my mind. Was the Lakers considering signing J.R. Smith? Mm. And they get him. I think they they I think they put him in. I think JR's more concentrated in an empty gym. And I think he's with no fans. You've seen videos of him wear workouts. Mellow. Carmelo. Yeah. I know I mean Hoodie Mellow. I mean Ariza not coming with to Portland right, went to the bubble, of course. I mean no one had them winning. But he had good reason. But of yeah, course. continue. But um, Portland was that one team. I've always been a Lakers guy, so um, that's I want them to win. Portland was that odd team. I know they're dysfunctional and they're not that great to watch, but that kind of interested me to watch them. I would always go and watch that. I want to see Dane do what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I want to see Melo. Yeah. Because Melo's been in and out of the league. Right. Especially the last. Might be the last time you see him. Right. Type of thing. Ariza. I mean, yeah. when he played for the Lakers, one of my favorite players. I mean. Right. He, so like that team. I mean, if Hoodie Mello comes out... That's a good point. I actually remember a video of J.R. Smith on defense, like, dabbing up a fan. Yeah. And then he got scored on. (laughs) And his teammates got so (laughs) sad. So, like, that video comes to mind when you say players like J.R. might actually excel in this type of situation. Right? Bring back Jamal Crawford. But on the other hand, I want to bring up this point now that you brought up J.R. So, LeBron James... You're telling me every morning he's waking up to a breakfast at a table with, let's get it clear, Rondo, older head, thinks, not that he knows a lot, don't get me wrong, but he tries to control situations, that's his personality, Rondo, you got Dion Waiters sitting beside Rondo, God knows if he's eating, he could be eating gummies, I don't know what he's doing with no supervision. I forgot they signed Dion. Right. Because they signed him right before COVID. Maybe a two, day or two before, wow. before the season was postponed. Yes. So forget. Why are they signing JR? Keep D- Dion. Dion is what J- You can't Same. start Dion. No. Definitely. Avery Bradley's a starter. You're starting Caruso? No. Maybe. Rondo? Caru- Oof. Rondo? Dude, Rondo is getting too many minutes for me. For my liking. Play- playoff Rondo's a different breed, though. We saw that with the Pelicans a couple years ago. That's true. He snapped there. But is that because he had the ball in his hand every possession? And he had two. Well, one. One guy was hurt, right? He had AD. He had AD. Well, he has AD again. What am I saying? <laughs> oh, Dikas was hurt there, right? Yeah. He yeah, he has AD again, man. Yeah. But um, 
So, yeah, uh, Dion, Rondo, Dwight, They're JR, Javel. Yeah. That's quite a flamboyant bunch. Let's talk about, <laughs> I mean, like, that speaks for it itself. It actually might be a good thing in terms of, like, keeping things interesting. No, when... Bradley hurts it, man. Come on. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm yeah, saying yeah, these yeah. personalities that you have to wake up to every morning. Because, dude, Derek, me and you can, I can attest to this. When I decide to go traveling... I went alone. I'd rather go alone. Because <laughs> I don't want to deal with anybody. Even though, like, friends like me and you, good, lifelong friends, do two nights after each other and we're, like, ready to throw yeah. it down. Like, you know, yeah, no, it's, it's not it's just, not like, easy like that to see someone every morning. Like, you know what I mean? So, 100% that's an interesting agree. personality dynamic that, um, wow. that I think will bode a lot to leadership. It's going to be like AAU almost. Bro, it's basketball. But they're camp. adults. Exactly. So it's completely like when you're a kid, you're laughing, joking, this you know, but it's you got basketball camp. now and basketball camp. Yeah. It's interesting, man. It's interesting. But um I wanna thank you so much for joining me. Is there anything else that you wanna just quickly, quick question for you is did the decision come out with Lou Will? Is he gonna play or not? Lou Will has not made a decision. This is yet. the whole BLM. But Which... he would be the biggest name not being a starter to say he's out. And I think Besides Paul George and Kawhi, that's their most important player. Uh, of course. Bro, Lulu was playing ridiculous this season. Like, you know, just hitting every shot. He's Vino. Seemingly every shot he took, he made this year. And he and he was his passing has gotten better. Him, Montrez, and Pat Beverly won two games against the Warriors last year. Fine, fine wine. That's all i got to say about that guy. Yeah. And did Beal say he's not going? Beal did not, to my knowledge, no. Bertans said, said it. Bertans. And that actually hurts people. Like, I know that's more, that's the name that a lot of people are like, who? Oh. But, like, dude, dude can shoot. Went. Spread the court for a Washington team who doesn't have talent. <laughs> he was just on the Spurs. He, he was, was probably their, their, what, like their third best player on their team. Easily. That team's not talented, so that yeah. made a lot, a big difference, man. Yeah. Especially for a guy like Bradley, who, who a lot of people were cheering for and wanted... Him to maybe potentially squeeze in. And do you know how he could have? Do you know the play-in? We haven't talked about it. I'll mention it quick for the Four listeners. Four or six games? Six games. Okay. Or um, they have be to be back four games. Okay. Within four games, you get a two-game play-in. If you're not even within those four games, you're out. Yeah, and whoever's yeah, in eighth yeah, is yeah. in. So for these, it's just Orlando and Washington. Which is... They play two games. If Washington wins both games, Washington's in. If Orlando even manages to win one. So they're playing to get swept by the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, basically. But, uh, but it's fun. It's fun. To, it's, it's another game to watch. It's, yeah. it's a good storyline. West, for oh, sure, it's a yeah. juicy, juicy yep. storyline yep. with John, number one rookie, and Zion, number two rookie, fighting to see who will play LeBron. Obviously, it seems like the NBA wants the Zion and LeBron. Yeah. I'm sure it's not just the NBA that wants that. But I want to give the credit to the man, John Morant, and to the Memphis Grizzlies Crazy. as a whole. They had no a spectacular season. No man. one saw it coming. Spectacular season. Um, yeah, they're looking for the new face to be Zion. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. I can't believe he was on the cover of 2K2, man. Whenever you've seen a rookie, just 2K cover. He is Boom. pretty incredible, though. Oh, stay healthy. The phenom. Yeah, stay healthy. No question. Sounds good. Um, we're looking forward to it. I hope I can have you on soon again. Yeah, man. Maybe For I'd sure. like to have you on around the time 
before playoffs start, maybe, or maybe a Let's series or two into the playoffs. Get really into To see it. which one of the things we talked about today got incorporated, right. uh, what teams made it, um, and you know what, where, where we're at. Yeah. Uh, so thank you so much for joining Thanks me, for man. Me. D-Rock, always a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for whoever was listening. Um, I'll be having these podcast episodes definitely more often now. So stay, stay tuned. All right? Thanks a lot. Peace.